He is a generalist at heart. While he loves to do anything and everything, his core passion still lies in coding. He started his career with an MNC, moved to a startup which was in the IoT space, moved to Rentomozo for a year and a half, and is currently working in a US-based agency on full-time basis. And of course, he's currently enjoying building Bilzo in his free time. Bilzo is into paperless bills and digital receipt. He is Saras Arya, and let us know more about him and his startup journey with Bilzo in today's episode. Hello. Hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or academicians or coaches or leaders or startup enthusiasts across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So request you to stay tuned till the end to have maximum fun and learn new things. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Naveen Samala and with my co-host Sudhakar Nagandla. So folks, today we are going to discuss a topic starting a startup without quitting your job. And I think this is one of the most anticipated topic, particularly with people who have each to start their own and without foregoing their or regular income. And we are pleased to welcome Saras to our show. Saras, welcome to our show. Can we get started? Definitely, definitely. Thrilled to be here. And while thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. I mean, before you and me, Naveen, you connected on LinkedIn. I hadn't heard of TGV specifically, but once I got you know uh, the chance to know about it and you know the kind of content that TGV is producing, like on a consistent basis, I, I find it really engaging, really good. The speakers that have been there uh, on the show have put the bar really high, so I'm I'm glad you know. I can match up to those standards. Thank you. Absolutely, Saras. You would definitely match up and cross as well as uh, you know, <laughs> and we know that for a fact. So, Saras, you know, we talked about uh, MNC, IoT space, startup, Rentomozo, currently with US agency, and this Bilzo. Talk to us about your career journey and what aspects actually helped you, you know, to make this decision uh, to start something on your own. Right. Uh, the journey that i've had um, i've been very lucky uh, to meet with you know a lot of uh, where i am i would say luck as a huge factor i got the right opportunities at the right time that is extremely important but i would say there was a bit of you know some strategy to it there's careful planning that goes behind and you know knowing your own strengths so there are some things that some mantras that i have collected over time that has helped me make switch over switch all of those journeys that you see in that chart have been very carefully planned moves they have had objectives from the very start when the objective was complete it was uh, a very fulfilling experience for me as well because it was that what was the need of the situation so let me walk you through that journey so uh, consider a young graduate 2015 i am in I'm just out of college i'm in i'm in an mnc okay and truly in an mnc i'm seeing all of these processes and things moving really really slowly and you know i'm i'm ready to burst onto the scene right and this is going well but 3 months into the internship opportunity i realized 3 months i mean in my internship i'm not even converted to full time i realized that you know what this place is not for me this is not 
you know where i would want to be so i start preparing i start i am i i start teaching myself because college teach you so less i start teaching myself you know coding languages this that i pick trends on which technologies are going to do very well right and i pick on node.js and you know java mongodb javascript based technologies knowing that landscape i knew this was going to be the future so even when i am i am you know i'm actively actively starting to apply i have not even you know joined that company i mean i'm i'm starting to apply to you know different different companies but wherever i'm going i'm finding good packages at that time 10 lakhs a package was a very good thing so i'm i'm finding good packages but they're all java related right and i'm getting selected but i'm keep i'm i'm rejecting all of these offers because they are not following what i you know uh, i'm i you know what i really wanted to do then comes this this guy along you know he's a uh, he's he is the founder of the uh, the iot startup we meet and he says i want to build it with this particular technology right which is what i wanted i quickly jumped ship and november 2015 so march 2015 i realized that i don't want to do this november 2015 i am in a job which does not give me 10 lakhs a year gives me probably half uh, even the salary lesser than i was picking but i was getting trained in the technologies i i thought was the future so you can see that there was a careful bit of planning there involved as well second bit comes is but while i was in that journey while while those 6 months and 7 and 9 months that i had spent i kind of despised that place but i my dad always told me that you know make good use case of even a you know worse situation i learned in an mnc i learned processes my what is an agile a big corporate functions all of that knowledge that i you know i i keep flaunting around it's it's i've picked up from that point in time which i re- really did not very much enjoy working there the people of course were really good but i did learn something from it so even the bad experiences teach you something plus do not you know compromise on money versus you know what you want to achieve now come to the second startup i'm building right now i'm i'm building i'm learning things i'm learning uh, i'm the i was the first employee in that startup we raised funds i went through that whole journey of you know doing a startup without risking personal finance there was no money that i had invested into the startup i was like you can say i was in the shotgun seat right in a in a car yeah i'm i'm right there the driver is driving but i'm right here with him experiencing everything first hand the whole journey of you know and there i learned picked up all the legal aspects of a startup like what's a what are debentures what are share certificates what are all of these you know legal mumbo jumbo that happens in a startup again that time i'm building my skill set in node.js and mongodb build out a full fledged production application did that learned about you know what goes on in a startup how to raise funds what are the investors looking for all of that we did that okay didn't didn't quite work out really well now the next step in the journey was to you know not be an isolated developer be be part of a community right then this rento mojo opportunity comes along and i'm like looks great and at that point in time i was looking to stabilize myself after you have had a rough year you know uh, i don't know if anybody has done early stage startup there are you know there are months where you don't get salaries right there's month of financial instability that you incur while doing this startup and you know it leaves a scar on your mind you don't want to go through that journey again in your life so i i was looking for some stability plus some learning also it should not be that i go again back to corporates where there is very little learning you 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 know it's a very small subspace where you know you can operate i wanted to you know learn everything 
So startups were great, but not go. Don't go to an early stage startup. It had to be a mid stage startup, somebody with Series A funding, where I can know that okay, so today's first, my salary will come on time. I have bills to pay and all of those. And to heal myself mentally also. While that journey was great, it does an early stage startup does mentally drain you in in a fact. Joined Rento Mojo. Okay, had the craziest amount of time. I I think it is. You can say it is the turning point of my career. It is that. without that joining that company i don't see myself being here i made friends i found co-founders the whole early team of bilzo is rento x rento mojo people extremely smart extremely humble folks good learned a ton like all of my knowledge my my package jumped 3x all of that knowledge that 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 learning happened within those one and a half it was such a fulfilling experience on all counts that it was again i was again turning point so that being said again that was a careful move it was not that i was looking just for more money and you know you just go to the first place you know you are supposed to go you know the, the first opportunity that comes your way no you carefully again weigh your options know what your priorities are go go in that direction and then come to bilzo uh, and and then you know i'm in rento mojo and i'm having this idea of you know bilzo coming around and this is happening so just to put in perspective the timeline June 2017 I am in Rento Mojo and August 2018 2019 2018 I'm having this idea of you know that I want to work on Bilzo but the job in Rento Mojo again really good everything is great but it sucks the life out of you right like I'm there slogging 10 to 12 hours startups which are growing they will suck 12 hours from you it's nothing if 12 hours just go by and that time we used to go travel 1 hour to office then come back 1 hour to office so you leave at 10 am and then you come back at you know at 9 9 pm or you know 8 pm if on good days and then also after coming back you're still you know fixing bugs or doing something and then the ideas was there and you know i started looking i started going on my bike to you know each and every of these stores which are my target customers and just talking to them over on the weekends that hey if this was an idea would you buy like doing some customer doing some research without you don't want to you know jump the boat without thinking thinking this through then i was also thinking hey if i want to do a startup there is no way i can there's no time in the day where i can do the startup and i can't just work on weekends and say that hey you know what i'm going to run my startup every day i have to spend good 4 5 hours in any case at the same time my roommate got a job and in a company called rippling and they were paying salaries in us dollars and his work hours were also in the a uh, slightly in the evening like, like it started at 12 or something and then he was like my office is chill you know like because you have we have to interact with clients in the us so you know we can start a little late also it's fine i'm like you know what this is something that i want in life i want something which pays much more because a certain part of my money has to go towards my startup i need that flexibility of the time right i need the time on my side and third what i need is i don't want this work pressure i don't want i don't want to be part of a growing startup i want to I want a startup which is stable, who's who doesn't have production bugs on weekends, who don't, you know, I don't have to stay up too late to, you know, fix their problems. It is limited skill set, you know. And I started applying to all these companies which I knew. Again, sixteen interviews I had given, ten I got selected in, all rejected. I mean, I I said no to all of those opportunities. Some some startups sent them gift boxes also. I I I felt really bad of you know saying saying no. But I was like, see, that they weren't paying good money to me. It was not substantially more than. what i had in mind 
because I knew that while I was in Rento Mojo, I had built my skills. I knew what my worth was in the market. So I knew that there is a person who's ready to pay for the skill. All I need to do is wait for the time when the time is right. And, you know, I get that opportunity. Most things in life happen, you know, you lose too much or you bad things happen because you hurry things. You think that, you know, right now things are not happening, that it's all based. So the journey and then I got this opportunity. I'm going to my hometown. I'm in a car. I get this call. I'm like, hey, we're, we're calling from this company, a US based agency. This is this. I'm like, hey, you know what, guys, please don't waste my time. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna not gonna me offer this much salary, see, this it doesn't make any sense. I've given enough interviews to know that I can clear interviews. Let's talk start from there. And they were like, Yeah, yeah, we can pay that much salary. I'm like, okay, can you? Okay, that's great. Let's let's go ahead. And turns out I'm a really great fit for them. And the company is great. Even the founders there in, in this agency that I'm working in, they're like, you know what? We don't care if you what you do with your time, right? Unless our job is getting fulfilled, you are, you know, you're satisfying what, what we're paying you for. We don't care what, you know, what extra time you do. So I just by chance, the, the opportunity has happened by chance, but there has been a clear vision always that was driving behind it. And I was patient. I started from August 2018. The call came in Feb 2019. Okay. And the offers have been coming from companies like Dream 11. I had to reject that. That offer was 2x my current salary. And if and I was getting like stocks worth lakhs. And you know, they, those stocks right now would have been worth millions as of this moment. Like Dream 11 just took off. Right. And sometimes I have that regret. Like, yeah, you know what? I should have done that. You know, this, this. But again, no, again. Uh, Coming back, that that is just, you know, me being too picky and choosy. But this was the whole journey that actually, you know, got me through uh, this. And now I'm here. Once I joined Anata, it was, um, which was the the US-based agency that I work with. It was, it was a really great experience. And I've helped them in a lot of ways, which I had skills that I picked up in Rento Mojo and I bought them here. And they helped me in exchange. And since then, I have been building Bilzo. And while I was there, I the Bilzo's incorporation happens in on 11th October 2019. That's when... So I took good amount of time to, you know, build the product, go out there, do some my market research. While even I'm in Anata. So I'm, I'm just focusing on, you know, what needs to be done. And uh, just trying to build those disciplinary habits. And, you know working two jobs it may sound easy yeah morning i'll do this evening i'll do that what happens on the days when you have production issues you know you're sleeping at 1 a.m can you can you again start tomorrow at 9 a.m is that possible and you have to build these i would say disciplinary habits i it was hard earned you have to give one hour to your health you just can't say that hey you know what i want to work two jobs so you know what just let's not take care of my health you have to do your this thing the journey i would say i would summarize the whole thing in few parts careful planning and strategizing knowing your limitations and working with them i knew i had bills to pay i come from a middle class family i knew i had to have that then building skills in my field which i did in the time of rento mojo which helped me in getting a huge amount of money while i was jumping jobs so that was there networking making friends i would say making friends was the best thing that I did, I did not network. I made friends. I made like, even if we are not working together in Bilzo, it's fine. We would still go ha- hang out with each other. We'd still, you know, go to each other's marriages, celebrate their, you know, personal successes, whatever. So I made friends. They turned out to be great uh, team partners. That's, that was an additional bonus, but that was that. And 
I would say building discipline habit. That was, I would say, the key. Never to lose focus of your health. In your twenties, you might feel, you know, very energetic, and you know, you are you're full of energy. You're like, what do I need exercise for? So much I do all day, right? That is there. That attitude is there. But you know, getting rid of that attitude as quickly as possible before you start this, you know, two job journey is extremely important. So I would say that that would be my summary of you know the whole experience. of how it has saras i would say amazing journey and no <laughs> it does not sound easy to do two jobs at a time right. couple of things that actually right. caught my attention in 3 months into the mnc you figured it out that you know it is not for you that that is really interesting i would say and you changed in 7 8 months you said you started in march you moved in november the same year so which is like amazing Yeah, it was so I converted full time in July. So I was mm-hmm. there. So the internship was from January to Ju- uh, to June end, and July again I became a full time software engineer. Mm-hmm. So just to keep things, so I was there in that job for four months. So in wow. that was the the time that I had realized that you know what, it's not going to work out for for Excellent. me really. <laughs> and by the way, ten lakhs package is a good package even today. Forget about five years back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it is but if you see packages in bangalore they are like right now 40 50 lakh seems nothing it's like yeah it's 40 50 lakh is just being thrown around like that uh, the hiring situation is is crazy in bangalore but yeah that time 10 lakhs was a dream package in our college they used to say <laughs> so saras going through your journey do you think it is important to quit your job before starting on your own I think this is the million dollar question that many of our audience are looking forward to. Again, it is a it is a very complex question to do it or not. I would say at some point you have to quit your job if you are serious about building a startup. The problem lies in the fact that when you should do it. I think that's the question. When are you planning to quit your job to do uh, to you know pursue that startup full time? There are no right answers here. There there is no one thing that I can tell people to do this and you know it would it's not there's no silver bullet. But let's consider some scenarios. Let's do some planning, right? What are you trying to build? Are you trying to build something that is very capital intensive? Are you trying to build your own electric vehicle? I'm sure. Let's quit your job and let's start. Get started. Are you trying to build a product for you know which is for the Bharat, right? Like you, it requires khata book. Are you building a khata book? Are you building this kind of uh, products? Quit your job. There is no other way. There is no way you can reach out to that segment of the market without raising a huge amount of capital. And capital will never come to you if they don't see you. You do doing it full time, right? They're like you don't believe in this idea to quit your job. You don't have conviction, so we're not going to fund you. so that's where can you actually go without quitting your job if you're doing something saas based i can do something which is you know i i can code i can code i can do uh, build websites right and i have this idea of a saas based company i could be doing anything right like um, zoho right zoho is still pretty big i would say okay it's a, it's a very big saas business but let's let's pick something something very small right like you are doing i would say an artificial intelligence solution for text to speech right you're using amazon apis or you have, you have your own engine let's say you work at a deep tech startup what you plan to do is hey i work at a deep tech startup i have built this good engine which has which is very enriched which has very good data set let me build a website let me say hey i'm going to charge 0.01 dollars for an api you send me a text i'm going to return you some some value like sentiment value of that sentence right i'm just giving i'm just paraphrasing i'm giving you an example right like is this is a kind of startup you don't really need to quit your job for you can 
you can build it in on your weekends on your downtime and you can you know on off office hours take a leave you get 20 leaves in a year right don't spend seven on a vacation save the rest 14 start utilizing them you know uh, bunching them together with holidays that you know make make it a long weekend work on a long weekend right finish that start it uh, with an idea finish it get it through and through start marketing start building those are the kind of ideas that you don't really need to leave your job for bilzo is one such idea bilzo while it has an element of physical presence right we started off with being as a saas based product where we say we you know, connect with apis and do things like that and you know the the receipt will directly come into the customer's phone so i would say if you have a saas based idea and probably it is a very good way also to build you know uh, strengths in pieces where you where you don't have you know enough information like let's say you're a coder you don't know marketing you have absolutely no idea but you have the saas product which sort of works right but so create a google ad take a course create a google ad create a facebook ad let let it deploy waste 10000 rupees let's see where that takes you right having some capital also will ensure that your salary some part of your salary keep 20 30000 rupees reserved for your startup you know that having that that you know salary come in you can also invest in these kind of things take 10000 rupees hire an intern right hire there are so many good interns that are available you know if you find yourself doing a lot of admin work you know on your startup take take an intern hire an intern right i don't know i'm just i'm just saying that hiring an intern is not such a big thing you can do that with less amount of money so be frugal in your this thing if you are frugal if you have a saas based idea it's really easy to do it with a job if you're doing something very capital intensive and very revolutionary you're going to break things and you know move fast it's better to you know quit your job and if you have that kind of ambition and vision as well so i would say that's how i look at it that's how i weigh in my options while i am making certain decisions very energy conversation so far sir and i see a lot of clarity in the thoughts that you expressed so it all depends on the type of product that you are building and the risk appetite that you have and the kind of investment it requires and uh, one thing that resonates with me is about uh, the investors coming and trusting you first of all if you yourself are not confident about not quitting the job how come someone else can trust it right very well put through so saras coming uh, to the next question in this conversation what are some myths that people have about uh, starting their startups right right i think i think there are there are a lot of myths and i think the first myth is that you have you've got to quit your job to do your startup i think this was this is something that i was told by a lot of my mentors and people i have previously worked with right like how are you doing like this like half heartedly you're doing this half heartedly you know you're going to see success if you're not going to put your 100% right and i said hey i know that that's that's a great point acknowledged but i don't know if this is going to work i think that this is going to work i don't think so right i myself was not really convinced if you ask me today am i really convinced this bills is going to work is, is it the next big thing i have my reservations i haven't seen my hockey stick growth yet so i i like to have one eye you know while one eye is on the vision and you know being visionary the other eye has to be a realist and has to say you know tell you the truth you yourself have to know the truth you have to have your feet feet planted very very solidly into the ground if you think whatever the other person says makes sense you, if you don't have your own opinions about what you're doing you you're going to find yourself you know being in way too many boats at the same time and it's not going to end well for you in any case 
So when a lot of people told me uh, that you have to quit your job, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to find a way to make it work. If I can't make it work, it doesn't work. The startup goes. My my stability is more, my mental health, my stability is more important. And I'll know in my heart, once my startup, I, I, if I have that confidence of a PMF, product market fit, I'll, I'll know about it. it. It means that, so the product market fit for people who don't know what product market fit is, it's loosely defined as when you have, if you think of a jigsaw puzzle, the, the puzzles the, together fit very perfectly. The product solves exactly what the market needs and that is called product market fit. And uh, one way to see if you have product market fit or not, that if you were to raise your prices tomorrow, right? Nobody's going to question you because they see so much value getting out of it. They're not ready to, you know, spend, you know, 100 rupees more from it. A very good example is airlines. Today, airline is 5,500 rupees ticket. Tomorrow, it becomes 5,600 rupees. You don't mind. You pay, you go, you fly. You don't think, okay, it is 5 on 5. Uh, there was a 100 rupees increase since yesterday. So I'm not going to fly. I'm going to take a train. No, you don't say that. There is a product market fit between the market and the idea. And that's why they can marry. My goal is if I feel that I have a product market fit, I'll quit my job that the next day I'll go full time. But not right now. This is not, I don't think we have the annual recurring revenue and monthly recurring revenue to, su- to sustain even the, uh, you know, one full time member. So at, at our salaries. So I would say now is not a good time. That is one myth I would say about starting a startup. There are many others that you require a huge amount of capital to do a startup. I say no. In this era of digital age where internet is there, there's so much penetration. There are so many third party applications on which you can build on top of. You really don't need to have absolutely any capital. I mean, some capital is of course is needed, but I would not say like you need 20 lakh rupees to start off. No, that used to be the case 10, 20 years back, but not now. Right now, I can start a startup with 10,000 rupees and I can I can take it, you know, with my salary, I can take it, you know, further as well. So huge capital requirement, not, not at all requirement for SaaS. If you're building capital intensive stuff, again, as I said, so they will require. The third point that I think is having a myth is that you need an idea to start a startup, right? I can tell you 10 ideas right now, which can do very, very well if executed. Um, if you think about Medium, WordPress was already there. You know, blogging was already cracked by the time Medium came onto the scene, right? But still, if you think today, Medium is one of the one of the big players in that blogging space. It is probably the biggest. I think it has crossed WordPress. You think of a Zencaster. I can give you an example. There are hundreds of tools out there which can record podcasts, right? Have You can build another Zencaster and you can see, you can you know, reach out to Naveen and say, Hey, you know what? I have built this tool, which is, you know, which can solve, you know, N number of problems which Zencaster did not have. So the ideas, you can just take copy products, which are existing, which are probably doing good, add your own mix to it. And you can do that. So idea is not the key. The market, is there a market for it? And are there people willing to pay for it? That is the bigger question. The myth is that, you know, I have this billion dollar idea. I have this idea 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 no ideas don't matter i i have billion dollar ideas every day in my shower they don't count for anything if not executed right so that's i would say those are would be the three big startup myths that i would like to great thanks for busting those myths uh, saras this reminded couple of points which uh, relate to one of the recent interviews that i have done we interviewed uh, a product expert 
and a visionary kind of person mr anand cr and he gave me two prominent examples one is related to dropbox and other one is zappos and both of them did not start with significant investment as such and it, they covered this aspect of product market fit, uh, fitment or the tmf in your terms right yes and uh, one thing i would like to add here based on that conversation is like before you charge someone okay if at all the product is offered for free what happens if they are going to charge like are the customers going to withdraw using it as you mentioned about the airlines example and all right so likewise today we have lot of uh, options to experiment and you don't need a product to be in place as well just to pulse the customers uh, expectations and whether or not this will be a good uh, fitment to the product or not yeah wonderful wonderful conversation so far so saras here this brings us to the next question of uh, today's episode can we talk a bit of can you can we talk a little bit about the kind of challenges someone faces okay when starting up their own while having a job sure sure there is definitely definitely a lot of challenges when you do do, do these two things together it is absolutely not easy and the first thing is that you can't really build a startup on your own it's very difficult to do that because there would always be some skill set that you would lack so you need people to work and one thing is finding the right people like navin has found sudhakar right finding the right people it's it's all about that you can't really do things with everyone so i would say if you have not made friends or if you have not made friends with people whom you you know whose skill set are complementary to you it will be very difficult to you know go forward once you have the let's say you are a great coder you have coded it right coding is done it's ready there has to be someone who's going to pitch somebody who knows a go to market strategy somebody who has done that kind of either you learn and do those things but then again there would be significant time for you to take to learn all those things pick up those skill set talk to other people do all of those things on your own and there's significant time otherwise there could be somebody who could help you right there at that moment and start providing value from day one right you need that so starting up a journey with a job specifically requires you to have those friends who hopefully also have jobs so they are not like they're not like you are you're doing it half time i'm see i'm here spending all that time in the world doing your stuff so it should not be that also but bring they bring complementary skill sets and once you have done your part you can push it off to them and saying like hey you know what is ready go do the selling go go do you know put it up uh, this is a marketing campaign go go run the ad campaign right you can tell these things so you divvy up the work divvying up the work make sure that because you have limited amount of time you can only do limited things so your everybody's time is very well you know uh, utilized and ac- accommodated i would say that would be the first challenge that you encounter i was fortunate enough but uh, you have to plan your fortune as well so that's the first thing second thing is right company to work out of that is again if you're starting a startup with a job you have to figure out what company you're going to you go too early you're going to you're gonna, not going to have any time to do any of this you go too late you might not get that much money mncs are notorious for not paying talents that's why they they see a lot of attrition uh, you know happening from there to startups so they keep saying five sign five year bonds and do all of that nonsense they they have to combat these reasons because if you join you join too slow pace it's not good for your startup and for yourself if you join too early yes they can give you a lot of money but you don't have time so you got to find a balance where you know you're going to some place which is stable enough it has not a paying customers there is stability in terms of revenue in terms of you know uh, their fortunes and they are not fighting fire on a daily basis 
I would say that is finding. I mean, you have to ask. I actually asked the person who was interviewing. Hey, do you guys call developers on weekends to fix issues? If you're going to do that, I am out of here. I, I don't want that in my life. I want my weekends to be very much my startup focus, and I don't want to you know deal with anything that you guys have to. So that was again a one thing that is finding the right company. I would say it was very challenging. It took me seven months, and the opportunity arrived. I did not reach out to the opportunity, so it was again a good spirit of luck. But the luck also has to. What if I had joined some other company within and three months later, I couldn't, you know, I had to say no to the opportunity. So it favors the brave. Uh, the luck favors the brave. And the third thing is managing your time. You would. This is probably the hardest thing you will ever do in your life, right? You have, and this is what I have th- thought about it. You can only do two things very properly. in your day apart from the daily bathing and all of those exercises the eating food and breathing and existing apart from that the third thing you can only do two things really well and this is is that you have an 8 hour job a 7 hour job that you have to do and then there's only space for one more thing that significant that you can take and if you invest that significant other significant amount of time in watching netflix and you know doing things that are not really productive you would find yourself spiraling down in a hole which you find very difficult to come out so building the right habits you know from the very start and this is i'm talking way before you're doing startup forget startup start doing freelancing start doing freelancing with your job see if you can manage that if you can't manage even that there is no re- there's no chance you would even manage with a startup and freelancing is is a very short duration opportunity it's like 4 weeks 3 weeks right can you be disciplined for 3 weeks is it possible for you to wake up on time do the let's say do the work before you know your actual work start or after coming back to office do you even have the energy to you know give three good three hours of you know work to that freelancing project on day to day basis are you communicating with the client you you got to test out all these things before you even you know do that i have done freelancing while i was in rento mojo i had built another startup product for a, a friend completely while i was working at rento mojo so i knew i could execute it but so this is something that you would find it really really challenging is how do you resist you know watching netflix how do you resist uh doing uh say waking up all night watching stupid videos on youtube how do you do that how do you not not uh, you know engage in watching reels on instagram right you you, you spend a lot of time doing that and you got to get out of all of, the, all of those traps and you have to come back into the serious stuff so i think that is going to be the very much very big key to actually doing any of this yeah that's all wow that's not all that was amazing i would say prioritization focus and i really liked that uh, which we in multinational companies call it as proof of concept first at least identify that you know what you want to do and see if it works out for well for you or not and that short gig that you talked about freelancing for a couple of weeks couple of days you know makes it really sense hey saras yes. this has been an amazing conversation so far so let's add some spice into this episode by asking a few questions to know more about saras arya not the <laughs> startup guy <laughs> are you ready sure. for it yeah i'm ready shoot <laughs> okay excellent okay because you asked for shooting let me first fire the first bullet what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far adventurous yeah i have done paragliding in himachal pradesh in near kasol so mm-hmm. that was the most uh, adventure that i have had 
and after that i did a 24 km trek uh, so that was <laughs> again a great adventure for me yeah, yeah. so with that uh, paragliding and trekking and the decisions that you have taken till now you <laughs> are a risk taker for sure <laughs> what is your favorite failure so my favorite failure is the, when my first startup failed it was almost hilarious and um, i mean now that i look back it's like so it was so, there were the mistakes we made was so obvious mm-hmm. and it's like that mistake taught me a lot i have carried everything from that mistake i think doing that startup if i had not done that i would have absolutely no clue what i was doing so that it is my favorite i call it a mistake because it it did not turn out the way i thought it would but and it it did drain me out financially but again it's a it's something that it's an experience rather than i would say a, a mistake but yeah excellent <laughs> yeah for a person who is doing a full time job and a startup i don't know how relevant this question is or how frequently you would do this but was there any situation where you stayed up for more than 24 hours continuously sure sure when we uh, so when you're having fun you know time flies so when we were working in rento mojo and we had our big launches we would stay up all night like we we'll, our, our deployment will start at 2 am which you know when when the site that is that has the least number of visitors you would have your deployments on and something breaks and then everybody is out fixing that till 5 am 6 am 9 am and then i'm driving my bike and my eyes are half like half closing and somehow i am that is one adventure also that i'm doing so i'm i'm up for 24 hours i'm having coffee yeah so i think those launches we did for few projects like which were like all nighters we had to pull off and like those were those were amazing experiences yeah you definitely do not want to have a bad day while you are especially riding a bike Um, <laughs> exactly you in know, bangalore you that know. is not good it is not good anywhere but especially in bangalore i would say especially in bangalore you can't take your eyes off for even a second yeah hey is there a question in on your mind for long that was unanswered not really but what would have been my net worth had i joined dream 11 at that point in time it's something i can't answer it would never be answered <laughs> excellent One final question for this rapid fire round. Mm-hmm. What is the best gift that you ever received? Uh my when my parents I would say bought me my first computer when I was in 8th standard mm-hmm. and that started my love for code and everything. I think that was the best gift that they could have given me at that point. It has been an amazing rapid fire. Thank you so much for being so straightforward. Over to you Navin. All right so coming back to the mainstream before I ask my final question for this episode. I have a comment to make like looks like you have always been thinking about dream 11 and what kind of fortunes you would have real resulted in and all and it reminded me one conversation with a very young entrepreneur like 22 year old whom we interviewed very recently and I think he applied for one program and while uh, he was not so confident about getting the result of that program he decided one thing in case if i don't get selected into that program i have to do something which is really big and in front of that this program should uh, look smaller and all right so it is resonating with you probably your bilzo might uh, overshadow what your earnings could have been with the uh, dream 11 so don't regret for that and i'm sure much more brighter days are ahead for you okay so Thank with you, that sir. with that note uh, let me switch my gear and ask you the last question for this conversation so what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or life sir uh definitely i would say focus on your skills focus on them really really well and definitely hard soft all of those and second is i would say uh, make friends don't do networking make friends make real connections for life 
and you will see so much value that will come out. I would say that would be my advice for anybody who is looking to make good inroads in their, they want to do big in their career. So wonderful. I think uh, finding the right people and focusing on the right skills is something which has been resonating throughout our conversation. So it was a fabulous, fabulous conversation, Saras, and it was really a pleasure hosting you. Thank you for being part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Naveen. It was really, really good talking to both uh, Naveen Sudhakar, both of you. Really, really enjoyed speaking and, you know, telling my side of the story. Thank you. Thank you, Saras, for this amazing conversation. I think it was Steve Jobs who said, right, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. backwards. So like uh, Naveen mentioned, we are sure that your current startup that you are currently engaged with, Bilzo, is going to do much better pretty soon. Thank you. All right. So it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. Today's trivia is about SMS. Do you know when was the first SMS text was sent? It was on December 1st, 1992. On the day that Whitney Houston's I Always Love You hit the charts as the number one song in the US and Home Alone 2 topped the box office. 22-year-old software architect Neil Popper sent the first short message service sms interesting isn't it thank you for listening there is more in store folks please stay tuned take care be safe until next time bye bye and we are signing off for today see you in the next episode with another fabulous guest